Hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories, wise tales from storytellers around the world, which will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended for ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello Super Great Kids and how are you? I hope you had a happy week. I'm pleased because it's nearly Halloween. And I like all the pumpkins which are glowing orange in the fields near my house. There are two stories this week. An Irish story about fairies told by Kate Corkery. And a second bonus story which will be posted tomorrow on Saturday. Which is a Halloween tale from Amy Douglas called Ruby Red Lips. It's what we call a scary not scary story because it has a happy ending and it's not really very scary. I wonder if you're doing something for Halloween and if you're going to dress up for it. Halloween is a great opportunity to tell your friends stories. If you could tell someone a story, who would you tell one to, I wonder? And which story do you think you'd tell? Have a little think about that while we have a quick word with the grown-ups. Hello, super great kids. It's me again. I wonder which story you'd tell if you could tell any of our stories. Now, there's a challenge. Well, now it's time for the first of our two stories this week. This one is not scary. It's from Ireland, it's told by Kate Corkery and it's called Lusmore and the Gift from the Fairies. Are you sitting comfortably? Am I sitting comfortably? Then let's give a warm welcome to our storyteller, Kate Corkery. Can you say fodo, 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 which is the way people in Ireland start a story? There was a little man one time whose name was Lusmore. Now, I don't know how many of you speak Irish, but Lusmore means big herb. Some people say it means foxglove, which is that lovely plant you see with purple petals. Now, Lusmore was a little man who maybe wasn't very lucky to begin with. He had a sort of pain in his back all the time. Maybe it was because he worked so hard. He spent his time out in the countryside picking herbs and he would also pick reeds and rushes. And when they were nice and dry, he would spend hours and hours weaving them into straw hats, straw baskets, straw mats and anything he could make that people would buy made from straw. He was a hard-working little fellow, Lusmore. People didn't take much notice of him. He'd often walk around with a stoop in his back. Sometimes he'd have a wheelbarrow full of baskets, full of herbs, full of things to make, to buy, to sell. He was always busy. But he never complained, Lusmore. Never complained. As he was walking along the country roads, he was always looking, looking at birds in the trees, listening to their birdsong. 
and when he would stoop down to pick the herbs, he'd hear the crickets in the grass. He'd watch the wiggly worms. He'd see the snails. He took an interest in everything around him in the countryside. Now, life was hard for Lusmore because all of the bending and stooping and lifting and carrying did give him more and more of a pain in his back and he could no longer stand up proud and tall. He was bent and stooped. And lost more. He got more and more tired as he walked the long roads. One day he was making his way home when it was beginning to get dark. And he thought, oh, I've still a long way to walk home and I'm just too tired. I think I'll have a little rest under this tree here. So he went and he lay down under a tree just to have a little nap. But it got a little bit darker and a big moon started to come up in the sky. And Lossmore had a little sleep for himself and when he woke up, he woke up to the moonlight and he was in a place called Knock Grafton. Long ago in Knock Grafton there was a, a fortress, a kind of a castle and around the castle there was a moat which is like a ditch in the ground, like a hollow in the earth. Lossmore was lying there with his head on the grass, looking up at the stars and the moon. And suddenly he heard very faint singing voices. He thought he was imagining it. What could that be? But he listened again. Now, I don't know how many of you speak Irish, but let me tell you, the words he was hearing in that little song, if we were to sing them in English, would be Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. Wow, said Lossmore. There must be fairies living down there in the moat, because that sounds like fairies singing. And he listened very intently again. And their voices were very sweet, and there seemed to be hundreds of them all singing together. Maybe you can join in this time. You'll know the words now. Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. Well, Lasmore liked the singing and the sound of the voice, but he did think the song was a bit short. And you think that song is a bit short. So Lasmore, he listened again. And he took his time now, because he'd been listening to this over and over again. He decided he might join in the song. So the next time they started, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Lushmore, he added in Wednesday to the song. Well, with that there was a, a rustling and a whirring of wind and the ground seemed to open out. 
and there was a whirlwind that lifted Lusmore up on the air and he was carried around and around and around and around and down and down and down like on a twirling slide with a whoosh he was taken down to fairyland and down there there were lots of little fairies dancing and singing in circles and they were all singing the song and adding in what he had suggested Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And the fairies laughed and clapped. And then the queen of the fairies, who had a sparkly crown on her head, she came up to Lusmore and said, Thank you, kind sir. Thank you for joining in our song. We've been singing our song for thousands of years. And you've helped us to make it nicer. How kind of you. Oh, oh, said Lusmore. Uh, thank you very much. We want to reward you for helping us, for making our song more enjoyable. We want to give you a reward. What reward is that, said Lusmore? Well, we want to help you in any way we can. Oh, I don't need any help, said Lusmore. Well, maybe we can make you feel a little better. Maybe we can take the pain away from your back, from all that stooping you're doing as you work so hard. Maybe we can help you to stand up straight and proud, because you should be proud. We've seen you work very hard, and we know that you're a very good man. And also we've noticed that maybe you could wear some nicer clothes. So the queen of the fairies, she raised her wand in the air, and she tapped it and said, Lusmore, Lusmore, doubt not, nor deplore, for the pain that you bore in your back is no more. Stand tall, stand proud, Lusmore evermore. Well, with that, there was a tinkling sound, and Lusmore felt himself stand up straight and tall, so tall that he bumped his head off the ceiling. And with that, he felt a little bit dizzy, and he fell to the ground, fast asleep. And Lusmore knew nothing more until the next morning, when the sun was shining bright on his face, and a cow was grazing by his head, and a sheep and a goat were nibbling in the field around him. And Lusmore looked down at his clothes. He was wearing a brand new suit, a very fine gentleman's suit of clothing. And when he went to stand up, he stood up taller than he'd ever been. Well, Lusmore, he picked up his little wheelbarrow and he ran and he sang and he whistled all the way home. And when he got back to his village, well, his neighbours and friends, they looked at him and said, Lusmore! What's become of you? You look so tall and healthy and handsome. And look at that lovely smile on your face. We never realised you were so good looking. Lusmore, where have you been? What has happened? And Lusmore, he said, oh, it was nothing that I did at all. I just fell asleep. I was so tired by the fairy moat under the tree. And I just helped the fairies sing their song. And they rewarded me. And they gave me this fine straight back and this lovely suit of clothes. And I'm really happy with that. And I'm very grateful. Well, news travelled far and wide of what had happened to Lusmore.
in the next village, there was a man called Jack. Now, Jack, well, Jack was a lazy person. Jack didn't like work. Jack had no time for anyone. He was always scowling and nothing could ever please him. And his mother was getting very fed up with him. She was saying, Jack, you've never worked a day in your life. You've never gone out helping anybody. But you know something, Jack? You haven't a bad voice at all. And I've heard that Lossmore, all he had to do was sing a song with the fairies and he got well rewarded. And I think if I brought you to the very same tree and you sang a song, you'd probably get some reward and it's about time you brought something home to us. Oh... Do I have to, said Jack. Yes, you do. You have to do something to help the family. Now, come on. And you know, Jack was so lazy, he didn't even want to walk to the tree. So his mother put him in a wheelbarrow and she wheeled him all the way down the road, all the way to the tree. And she told him, lie down there now. And you listen and you wait till the fairies start to sing and you join in the song and you get a reward. The mother went away home and Jack... He lay down by the tree. He fell asleep. He was snoring his head off. It got darker and darker. The moon came out. The moon was high in the sky. When Jack opened one eye and he heard the singing. Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Ho, 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 said Jack. That must be the song, the silly old fairy song they're singing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see. I get it now. Days of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do. I know. I'll add into the song now. Oh, they'll be really impressed with this. <laughs> and he was, <clears throat> he was clearing his throat and ready to sing. <clears throat> Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. <laughs> Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, shouted Jack. Did you think that sounded nice? I didn't. Well, the fairies didn't either. And the ground began to open. Out blew the fairy whirlwind and Jack was blown and blown down, 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 whistling, down, twirling, down, circling, down, down, down into the moat, down under the earth, down into the fairy's home. And the queen of the fairies was there waiting for him and she had a scowl on her face. She was not happy. She shook her head. The rest of the fairies, they had their arms folded. They had grumpy faces. They were not happy. Who are you to mock our singing? said the queen of the fairies. How dare you break into our song with your horrible, gruff, loud voice? That's a horrible thing to do to upset our beautiful music. We're going to punish you, Jack Madden, and we're going to send you back where you came from and with one big push, they kicked him out of the moat. And he landed bang, flat, under the tree. And Jack Madden now had a pain in his back. And Jack Madden was not given new, smart clothes to wear. And when his mother came to collect him, he couldn't even stand up. She had to put him in the wheelbarrow and wheel him home. Er, 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 er. Squeaky wheelbarrow it was as well. 
and I do believe Lusmore lived happily ever after. And I know the fairies are still dancing and singing his song. Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. And as for Jack Madden, I hope he learnt his lesson. Snip, snap, snout, the story is out. Thanks very much to Kate Corkery for that tale. I don't know about you, but I felt a bit sorry for Jack Madden. I hope his back got better and that he found another way to help his family. Maybe he became a tailor and made everyone in his family some new clothes. Well, that's another story for another day. Now, it's time for me to dip deep into my bag of happies and say some hellos and some thank yous to subscribers and to super great artists who've been drawing pictures inspired by our stories. Thanks to all of our subscribers for helping to pay for our storytellers. We'd like to say hello to our new Patreon Owlets. Hello to Owlets from Virginia in the US. Eloise, who is eight, Johnny, who is six, Aurelia, who is five, and Magdalena, who is just eight months. They love making art inspired by the stories and have started writing their own stories as well. Wow, well done, all of you. And hello to new Owlets Seamus and Tobias. And to new Owlet subscriber on Apple, Lowen, who is four. Lowen loves knights and giants and going to the library. Hurrah, Lowen. Welcome to the storytelling family. And a big thanks to those of you who've given a one-off donation on Kofi. Thanks to Weston, who listens to the stories with his mum when they're driving to school. And thanks to those of you who've posted reviews on Apple Podcasts. Thanks to Max, who is 10, from the UK, and Frida in the US, and S. Beshinger in the UK. And to Nomo77 in the US. We have listened to you, and we're going to start offering an alternative, story-only version for subscribers who don't want special mentions or adverts or thank yous. And now, some thank yous to budding artists who've been busy with pens and crayons and paint. Thanks to six-year-old Raz from Auckland in New Zealand for his beautiful picture of how Raven brought light to the world. I like the way your raven is looking out at the world with the sun shining behind him and his beak wide open as if to say, Ha! Look what I've done! Aren't I clever? Thanks for sharing this, Raz. And thanks to Cora, who is eight, from Sebastopol in California in the US, who's drawn not one but two story map pictures of the Argentinian story Medio Pujito, or Little Half Chick. I really like the way you've listened carefully and then drawn a story map to help you remember what happens. Thank you, Cora. And thanks to sisters Rosie and Eva from Florida, who've each sent a super great picture. Eva has sent a comical drawing of the grumpy sister from the Jamaican story Nora and the Aki Fruit. I just love the sulky grimace on her face, Eva. And Rosie has drawn a lively picture from the Haitian story, The Magic Orange Tree. 
I like the way you've drawn the musical notes to show that the girl is singing to the tree and the stepmother doesn't look very happy at all. Thank you both. And Eve, who is five, from Benderloch in Scotland, has drawn a brilliant picture of the Japanese story Momotaro the Peach Boy with his friends, the dog, the monkey and the pheasant, trying to work out how to sneak past the ogres. Thanks for sharing this, Eve. And thanks to six-year-old Aubrey from Houston in Texas in the US for your imaginative picture of the snake monster from the Indian story Crossing a River. Your snake is super great and pretty scary. Thank you, Aubrey. And six-year-old Odo from Shropshire has drawn a fabulous picture of Anansi the Spider-Man. I like Anansi's cool hat and his brightly coloured scarf and all of his hairy legs. I wonder if you could tell one of your favourite Anansi stories to someone at home, Odo. Thanks for sharing this picture. It's super great. And thanks to Remy, who is six, from Bexhill in Australia, for a great picture of King Vortigern from the Welsh story, The Two Dragons. I like the way the king is wearing a crown and that he's dressed in the colours of the Welsh flag. It's a fun how and why story, isn't it? And Aviv, who is from Buffalo in New York in the US, has drawn a magnificently scary picture of the snake monster from the Indian story Crossing a River. Thanks very much for sharing this with us. It's very imaginative, Aviv, and super great. And thanks to Blake, who is eight, who's drawn an awesome picture of the Irish story The Griffin. I particularly like the way that you've got your griffin flying across the sky with all the fluffy clouds in the background. I'm very pleased you like the story. It's mysterious, isn't it? And finally, thanks to Cora, who is six and lives in the Scottish borders, who's drawn a super imaginative picture of the story from Haiti, The Magic Orange Tree. I wonder if you've tried telling short stories to your siblings, Troy and Inca. And I'm particularly pleased to hear that you and your friend Gracie enjoy listening to super great kids' stories together when you're on sleepovers. Hurrah! And thank you all. We love seeing your pictures. They're so inspiring. That's nearly it for this week, except to say that we do have a Halloween bonus story which will be posted tomorrow on Saturday. And for those subscribers who like scary stories, we have a new scary story being posted on our Super Great Scary Story Sister podcast for subscribers. Have a happy Halloween. It's a very good opportunity to tell stories to friends. Thanks to all our subscribers for making this episode possible. This podcast was produced at Wardour Studios in London.